Hey everybody, and welcome to Rabbit's Ramblings Podcast 106. Nothing really going on with me in gaming this week, so I kind of talk about some other stuff, and I'm not really sure what I'll say about the other stuff, so hopefully you will enjoy the show. as regular listeners might know, I've been feeling very sad lately about gaming, and I've been feeling like something is kind of missing. I've had some recent disappointments, pretty much just with MMOGs lately, and I'm wondering more and more kind of why it is, why I get them and then I'm not as interested in it as I thought I would be, or, you know, if I got into a beta, maybe I'm not, you know, terribly interested after it goes live. I'm kind of wondering... You know, what's up with that? Am I changing? Is the industry changing? Is it just because lately I've been, you know, having a super tough time with my very sad life and, you know, especially with recent events with the classes and I did get more hours at work, but, you know, my work is pretty much a dead end. It's not going to go anywhere. I'm not really going to get any significant increase in pay or anything, you know, outside of, you know, like what just happened with the extra shift. But it's like that can't really happen again because they have a cap on how many hours you can work a year. But anyways, I've been sort of trying to figure out what it is that I've been feeling like I've been missing and, and maybe try and narrow down, you know, if there is something at fault or if it is just, you know, my life right now or the state of the industry right now or what. I have a few ideas jotted down, but I think this will primarily just be random rambling of what, um, you know, what comes up as I talk about it. I think primarily the thing that I feel like I'm missing is sort of a social connectivity, particularly with recent MMOGs. They provide a space for, you know, social interaction. There's chat space. There's, you know, your friends list and stuff. So it isn't really kind of their fault as they do provide some, you know, interaction for the players. However, you know, that being said, the recent games that I've been kind of, I guess I could say, the the most disappointed with, it seems like grouping is kind of just an afterthought. It's like the game is primarily a single-player game, and there's really no reason to group. And that, you know, playing solo is sort of the preferred way of that game. And the group content, you know, while it might be there, is either way too easy or, you know, different classes can group up and it's not really an important group dynamic. You know, there's not a real solid reason to have, you know, a good strong group. Just anybody can do the content. And thinking back to the games, you know, that did hold my interest more, particularly when I had no one to play with, they were the games that did have, you know, a lot of exploration. There was a lot of cool stuff to look at, you know, as a solo player. There might or might not have been a lot of cool story, you know, depending on you know, which year and what game in particular I'm thinking back to. But I think some of the best ones really had a sort of strong group component. You know, there was a reason to group. There was, in some cases, a need to group. 
And if you tried to do, you know, group content without a solid group, you would usually die and, you know, waste your time and be frustrated. You know, that is kind of bad if the game doesn't also support a good, you know, grouping method. And, you know, there is always that chance that you can run into a player that doesn't have, you know, the similar kind of grouping philosophy as, you know, you do. As I have talked about many times, you know, I tend to be sort of a completionist. I go, you know, from one place to the next. I go kind of slower and more carefully. You know, I don't rush into things. I don't go like, you know, here's this fight, boom, here's this fight, boom, here's this fight, boom, you know, pulling people along as fast as I can go. And I tend to be sure that everybody's okay, you know, everybody knows what they're doing in terms of, you know, how the fight goes, you know, they're all prepared. You know, I like everything to sort of flow at a slower, more, I don't know, I, I guess I could say cautious pace. And so even if, you know, the game does support that, you know, you have to have players who sort of match your play style. I think, though, a lot lately games are sort of turning away from, you know, this sort of philosophy with grouping. I think that might be because, you know, a lot of the industry is really focusing on single player, you know, getting people, you know, in and out quickly, focusing on, you know, more of the mainstream casual player who only plays for, you know, a few hours a time, a couple times a week. You know, and I think really that's kind of the wrong way to go about it. Just because, you know, they are, you know, maybe a little shorter on time or maybe they don't always, you know, want to trust a group doesn't necessarily mean, you know, that that has to suffer, that it doesn't have to be really strategic and thoughtful gameplay. You know, I think if they return to that and a player did have a hard time with group and, you know, maybe they did blow their whole week on a bad group, you know, that is very disappointing and it is very disheartening for a player who doesn't have a lot of time. But I think more players would appreciate a good challenge than, you know, players who just run in and they meet up with people for the first time and they have no problem in a dungeon, you know, everybody running all chaotically and going, whoa, 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 and just doing whatever. I think players are going to have, you know, a, a longer interest in a game if, you know, it is somewhat challenging. But uh, it could be partly too that there are so many games in the industry you know it is kind of getting oversaturated in MMOGs in particular maybe developers too are figuring you know they have to cater to you know basically the lowest common denominator as it were you know not to insult anybody but you know if there isn't that instant gratification if there isn't that easy you know get in play and get out you know without worrying about groups or you know super strategic people or anything I think they feel that that's going to keep players interested in their game, you know, and not moving on to the next one. So I think partly, you know, it might be partly the industry's fault in that, you know, that's the perception that currently exists. I'm not sure. Like I said, though, I think part of it, though, is partly me. You know, I, I am older and I've been having, you know, a super hard time in life lately. I think that's sort of making me kind of depressed and some kind of losing interest in all games in general, in a, you know, in a way. I still want to play them. I still want to have fun. You know, things like Hearthstone, I'm very much looking forward to. But I think in general, there is sort of this missing component that I'm feeling like, you know, maybe I once had, maybe I didn't have it. You know, maybe because I am extra depressed right now, you know, I'm, I'm not terribly interested in games. Because with single-player games, you know, I primarily play them for the fun of, you know, exploring the story and the adventure and the world. 
And once upon a time, when I finished a single-player game, I would, you know, almost immediately pick it back up and play at a harder difficulty. You know, there would be a week or two, maybe, you know, in space, because, so, you know, I remember it pretty well, and I hate to, you know, repeat the exact same thing, you know, repeatedly. And now, you know, I, I'm kind of not doing that. I kind of finish a game once, and I'm like, okay, you know, that was cool. Maybe I'll play it again someday. So I don't know. I, I do think part of it is within me. But in terms of, you know, MMOGs, I, I do think something is kind of missing that I might or might not have once had, you know, certainly perceived that I had. I think back to days of EverQuest, and, you know, I had, you know, a lot of people on my friends list, and we actually talked and, you know, it wasn't just, hey, are you free for a group? You know, it was actual conversation. I, w- I would talk to the person. We would chat. You know, we would discuss various things. I think, too, maybe it's because of just the general pacing of it. With EverQuest back in the day, it was a much, much, much slower pace. You'd get in a fight, you'd have a pull, and then you'd have, you know, several minutes that you'd need to spend to recover, you know, and, and get back in shape for the next fight. It wasn't, you know, like current games where you're almost constantly fighting and, you know, you rest for 10 seconds and you're good to go. So I think that sort of creates a very different social connectedness between the players. You know, they're in there and they're fighting and they're they're doing their stuff and they're going as quick as they can. Whereas, you know, before with older games, as it were, you know, there was a stronger emphasis that you wanted to be careful about who you grouped with. You wanted to be sure they sort of matched your personality. Getting through the content would take a while. You know, you have to be sure everybody's ready. And if you didn't, you know, there could be pretty disastrous results. And that would, you know, take a while to recover from. So I think, in a way, you know, maybe the industry is changing. Maybe there is a difference in how players connect with one another. And I think for me, you know, especially right now, the biggest thing I'm looking forward to that I can think of, at least, you know, right now off the top of my head, is you know, Blizzard's Hearthstone, which is, you know, a card game. You spend your time, you know, making your deck and fine-tuning things, and then you go online and you play against other people. You know, I'm hoping there is that social component there that, you know, I can talk to people, you know, in chat room or, you know, during the game I can maybe talk to the opponents. Though I don't know, you know, there might be a chance that they're all just poop talkers. I'm not interested in talking to them. But, you know, I do sort of, I think long for the days when I had, you know, pen and paper and board game friends to play stuff with, because there is that very strong social component, you know, you're playing the game, but you're not just playing the game, you know, you're talking, you're having fun, maybe you're making up silly stories about the characters or what's going on in the game, you know, and it's a very, very different feel from, you know, basically all kinds of video games, but in particular, you know, MMOGs these days, and while it hopefully will sort of converge better someday. I think that, you know, sadly, that day may be further off, you know, than soon. And I think part of my disappointment might be because, you know, games did start to pick up, they did start to go the right direction. And so I was really, you know, looking forward to things that would sort of improve that, and yet they seem to be going the opposite direction now. I don't know, I guess um, just some rambling there about social connectedness and feeling not very connected to people and some thoughts on um maybe why that is for me or maybe for the industry i don't know if it helps you but maybe hopefully it does are you telling me that you built a time machine retro review 
So I have finished Hitman Absolution, and I have some, I guess, closing thoughts on it. Took about six hours to complete, so it was pretty short. I think when I got gifted it, it was on sale for something like 10 or 15 bucks, so it's pretty cheap these days. I don't know what it is priced at normally. I expect it probably isn't much over 20 to 30 bucks. Has been around for quite a while, so it's pretty cheap, so, you know, that's a, a little bit better on the time to cost ratio. The voice acting and the sort of dialogue they spoke were really great. There was a lot of story and a lot of dialogue, and so, you know, that's important that it was good and solid. However, the graphics they did them in was sort of like a pre-rendered movie. It wasn't the actual in-game engine. It was something they did outside of it. And it was somewhere between higher quality than the game and the game quality itself. But the skins on the players looked really, really horrible compared to the game. The game, they looked just fine. But in these pre-rendered videos, people looked really plastic in a lot of cases and they looked bad. And there was a few scenes like like in the rain and the sort of reflection off of their skin of, you know, their skin supposedly being wet. Just looked really terrible. And I, I don't know. I would have much rather just had it like an in-game, you know, in the engine kind of video done on the fly. Or, you know, maybe go old school and have it actually acted by, you know, actual actors. Because the sort of in-between thing was just terrible. And I think they might have realized, you know, after they did those movies that they did look bad. And so they did a lot of work, you know, with the in-game engine. And so, you know, the final product on the in-game models looked really good. But since the pre-rendered things were, you know, pre-rendered in whatever form, you know, they did it in-house or out-of-house or whatever, I guess they couldn't redo it with the nicer graphics. And so it looked really bad and kind of really destroyed that good voice acting and good dialogue. It was really hard to swallow with the bad graphics. The levels were fairly open in terms of how you could do them. But as usual for Hitman, you kind of have to do each level about, you know, a half dozen or a dozen times. Because you have to learn the patterns, you have to figure out who's going to go where, you have to figure out when, you know, this happens. Is this a repeating cycle? Is this a one-time event? And again, you know, that's okay, and I understand why they do it. It makes it, you know, pretty much defeatable by any level player, because, you know, once you learn the patterns, you can figure out what you want to do. I think in terms of challenge and creativity, I think I would prefer it much better if the levels were designed, you know, a little bit differently, and that the you know, bad guy, the target you're trying to get to, had some randomization. Like maybe they don't go on the phone here in this specific spot every time. They don't go walking from point A to point B. Maybe somebody distracts them with a different conversation one time. Maybe, you know, a car drives across their path and they, they get blocked and they have to go around. You know, things that were randomized and switched things up I think would be a lot more interesting. But like I said, it is, you know, traditionally the Hitman style to have, you know, this scripted set of events that happen every time. And so it's not, you know, a huge surprise to see in the newest game. There is closure for the end of this game, which makes me really happy after last game. And more than that, there is sort of a, a after video, you know, after you finish, there's some stuff going on with a few other characters that you are not involved in that does sort of open it up for the possibility of, you know, either downloadable content or, you know, sets it up for the next game in the series.
My minor gripes that I previously mentioned do still bug me. You know, hopefully they will eventually clear those up in the future. Because being able to walk up to somebody while they're on a phone call and choke them out and, you know, the person on the phone doesn't care and, you know, the other people in the area don't care, you know, something like that really kind of bothers me. Or, you know, things like, you know, I'm going to throw this rock over here to distract this guard and they go, oh, what's going on over there? And then they go over there, oh, nothing happened. And then they come back and I do it, you know, again and again. It's kind of like, you know, really, after maybe the second time, don't you think they should like, look around in different areas or something. So, I don't know, they're kind of minor gripes. You know, again, it's kind of how Hitman has always gone. It is a mechanic I can see, you know, helps players who maybe aren't, you know, super pro, whatever. So, I, I forgive them for the little things. But it would be nice to see, you know, those things change and not be, I guess you could say, exploitable. But as I think I might have said in my initial review, if you are a fan of the Hitman series... If you have played, you know, the most recent games, I think you will probably enjoy Hitman Absolution quite a bit. Even though, you know, the movies, like I said, kind of put you out of the mood. And you know it is fairly standard style for the Hitman series. I still think it was very good and, um, you know, worth picking up. The news this time is, you know, pretty much the same. I have the same news for several weeks in a row. News slash notes for Bookworm Heroes, which I talked about last time. I noticed that in the options, there is a Facebook sharing thing you can turn on or off. If you turn it off, it will not ask you if you want to share your word after every single move you make. So that's awesome, because that was kind of annoying. Also, the developers did tell me pretty much the day I posted last podcast that the games will actually time out now. I think it's supposed to time out after three days if the person is not your friend on Facebook. And if they are your friend on Facebook, I think it times out after a week. And whoever made the last move will get refunded their money for, you know, whatever they spent money on, you know, a hero or a pet or whatever. So a lot of coins that you spent will, you know, get refunded back if the person, you know, just stops playing. The Neverwinter Open Beta is going on. So if you were interested in Neverwinter, go ahead and grab that and pick it up. They had some trouble with like server downtime and long queues at um, you know, the launch of open beta on the 30th. So hopefully, you know, by the time you hear this and you try it out, those issues are all resolved. New news for this week is that Marvel Heroes Open Beta weekend in celebration of Iron Man 3 is happening. Oh, uh, I guess I didn't mark the dates. My bad there, but I'm pretty sure it's from the 3rd until the 5th. So pretty much, you know, the weekend this podcast will be out. Iron Man should be now out, because it opens on the 3rd, and that is when I am releasing the podcast, probably. So you should be able to go check it out if you've been waiting for that. I will probably go, you know, this opening weekend, because it should be pretty awesome. And, you know, it's one of those things that there's going to be spoilers everywhere for. There pretty much already are a lot of spoilers everywhere of 
kind of had to try hard to avoid them. Far Cry 3, Blood Dragon. You know, I forgot to check. I've been seeing reviews for it, so I think it might be out. Don't quote me on that. But if you've been waiting to check it out, you might want to see if it is out now. I think it is because, you know, reviews typically go up, you know, right when a game is out or, you know, a few days before. So maybe it's out by now. And that's it for the news this time. So I guess that's it for this week's Rabbit's Rumblings. Like I said at the start, I've been feeling pretty sad and you know, my life is kind of extra terrible lately. The increase in shift will be good, you know, extra money. So, you know, I have something in savings. So that's good. Maybe, you know, eventually I will cheer up a little bit from that. But I haven't been able to play with my online friends in a while. They've been super busy, which, you know, happens with people with lives. And like I said, I've been kind of feeling disappointed in some of the games I've picked up. You know, not necessarily super lately. There's one lately, but, you know, other games were in recent times, you know, the past year or so. So like I said, you know, I've been feeling like I'm missing something from gaming. You know, there's something there that I want that doesn't exist. Again, you know, I'm really hoping Hearthstone will come out soon. And hopefully I'll be able to get... You know, what I feel like I'm missing there, you know, the the social connectedness of, you know, being able to talk with people about the cards and there's no trading, so there won't be that. But, you know, maybe there will be chat rooms who can talk strategy and stuff. And beta, in theory, could start as early as a month and a half. So maybe, you know, hopefully I can get into that. I might be coming down with a cold. You know, I'm sounding a little congested just now and coughing and I don't know, I'm, I'm super, super tired. but. That's partly due to not being as safe at night and morning because, you know, in the summertime, you know, the warmer weather, there's more activity. And so I have to be more careful about stuff. I'm not sleeping in at school because, I don't know, I just started feeling weird. But I may have to, you know, go back to doing that. So I've also, you know, lost a lot of sleep. And two, I'm trying the diet thing and it's not really helping. I've lost maybe... I don't know, five pounds total in the whole thing, if that much. And it's been, I don't know, a while. It's more than a month. I don't think more than two months. But it's like, I I should have seen a more noticeable drop by now. And it seems like week to week, it's not going, you know, the pound and a half it should be. So I think, you know, that's kind of depressing me a little bit, you know. Older, so that's sad on its own birthday's coming up so getting more older and you know out of shape and unhealthy and just kind of seems like it's piling up lately but i don't know i will stick with the diet and keep doing it i don't know at least for another month or so and see what happens and i don't know maybe all of a sudden i'll start dropping a lot of weight you know maybe it's slow to start or something i'm not giving up on it yet but it's possible I might not really be able to lose the weight until I can get somewhere, you know, I can sleep regularly and sleep well. 
as well as, you know, maybe do a little exercise again. So I don't know. Um, I guess we'll see. Sad Benny life is sad. And hopefully yours is not. And hopefully I will see everybody next time. Okay, thanks, bye. So you wonder what your part is. Because you're homeless and depressed. But home is where the heart is. So your real home's in your chest Everyone's a hero in their own way Everyone's got villains they must face Hey, there's some ducks walking right next to my car. Hello, duck. <laughs> Just looking at me, wondering if I have food for them. However, the graphics they did them in is sort of a, a pre 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 Just follow the silly sound of my voice! You have been listening to Rabbit's Ramblings. If you would like to see the show notes or feed the bunny by sending a donation, you can find the show website at www.rabbit.com slash podcast slash rabbit's ramblings html if you would like to send me an email you can do so at rabbit at rabbit.com if you friend me you can also post on facebook at rabbit.com you can follow me on twitter and youtube at rabbit dot.com it's rabbit.com but with not a period when you type rabbit's ramblings don't use the space and be sure to put the number one in place of i whenever you type rabbit Rabbit's Ramblings is copyright 2013 and is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike license.